friends, and welcome back to a very exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast with your hosts, Jamie and Mark. Uh, we are here post-Royal Rumble yes. weekend. Uh, normally, our, one of our favorite uh, pay-per-views or premium live events, this one was had a little bit of a different feel, and we'll get to that. Um, I, I think we're just, uh, we, we were talking about this right before we started. I think we're just going to jump right into it. Everybody is... Let's get the bat out of the way. Right. Everybody is talking about what's going on in WWE with the allegations uh, coming up against Vince McMahon. Uh, a couple other names have been have been thrown around in there. Um it's an unfortunate situation. I feel like it'd be definitely it'd be stupid for us to not address it. We have this rinky dink little podcast that people want to listen to our opinions. Might as well throw our opinions in there. Um, they're not very different than anybody else's opinions. Oh, in the sure. Matter. The general consensus is a, it's a horrible situation. It's, a, it's an absolute terrible situation. Yep. Uh, something that I don't think anybody was entirely prepared if you look into the gritty details of it which we're not going to touch on no but these are allegations you don't come back from these yeah these are not ones that you really yeah it's a it's a pretty pretty steep slope down from here Mm -hmm. um just the names that have been put out there the individuals that are involved and the individuals that are probably still haven't been named yet uh i'm sure they will all get their due justice but in and jamie and i Kind of almost got into an argument a little bit earlier about this. Um, everybody that is involved in this needs to get justice brought to them. Like, end all, be Regardless all. of who you are, superstar, you know, doctor, uh, security guard, like whoever and you are. And it doesn't matter your caliber Wife either. of somebody, if you know something. It, it's very it, it's, important that everybody needs to, to say something and everybody right. needs to be held accountable. Um, Absolutely. With that being said, uh, we do have to understand that, number one, this is a legal matter. Uh, therefore, nobody, unless you were involved with the matter, is an expert on it. So, of course, what we say is merely just either, either speculation or opinion. Um, but it really boils down to it, it's a responsibility for everybody in this situation to remember that just as many as many people are being affected by this situation directly, there are now people within WWE because they have a giant black eye on themselves right now. Um, there are individuals that are in the WWE that are involved as employees or, like you said, wives of employees, husbands of employees um, that are now going to be affected by this. So kind of take that into consideration when you're talking about this amongst your peers, um, that it's, number one, not the entire organization, but that, that is affected by this. It, it, it's just... Just got to be careful about how we talk about these things. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? And we just wanted to bring it out there. It's 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 a terrible thing that's 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 happened. That's arisen. Um, and, and I, I couldn't even imagine the people that are involved with and what they're going through. Uh, but we just wanted to bring it up, make our our positions known, and just you know that's really going to be the last that we're going to talk about this. We don't want to dwell on this. We always try to focus on the positive of wrestling, and there's a shitload of positivity in professional wrestling right now. So we're just going to put this uh, behind us and move forward. Jamie, what do we got this week? Well, let's talk about, again, the positive things that are happening in the wrestling world. One of them being absolutely huge. 30 years, Raw has been on national television. What is it? The longest running, I don't want to say sequential TV show. It's it's the longest running TV show that hasn't stopped in 30 damn years. I mean, the only one that could rival it it is, I believe, The Simpsons, but they had a, a period where they weren't 
producing new Simpsons episodes. Right. This says literally never stopped and it's always been on national television. And now uh, WWE has announced that in January of 2025 that Raw will be moving to Netflix. Netflix? Crazy, right? And that's in the United States. Now, depending on where you are, you might get SmackDown. You might get some of the other uh, NXT. That's going to be the home for international WWE viewing. So all of our friends in the UK, all of our friends in the Ireland, in the (laughs) Ireland, over in everywhere. uh, I think they named a bunch of countries. Um, and then they said that there's going to be more added as time goes on. Correct. But I mean, Netflix, I, I, this one, this whole thing came out of left field. It was like, very I don't interesting. Think, they said maybe Disney, a couple names kind of came up. I mean, up. Disney to me made sense because I remember, call, call me, you know, age myself. Uh, I remember when Disney was rumored to want to buy Marvel. Mm-hmm. And back then I remember that was, I was really big into comics and that was, we used to go to seventh inning stretch. And I was talking to the comic book guy, and he was like, this is great for, for you know, Marvel. I and mean, I remember the general consensus was like, this is terrible because, right. you know, it's, you know it's, you it's worry going that to it's, Disney. It's going to be watered down because it's a, a kid's company right. representing something that doesn't need to be. A family-friendly company that has now, you know, space war. Right. You know. It um, has increased exponentially. Oh, yeah. The production, the, the production value, the right. amount of, of Star Wars that has come out. So it was one of those, like, that make, to me, like, honestly, honestly, that made the most sense to me, was that it would go to Disney and it would be a part of this conglomerate that they've become. Mm-hmm. But out of left field, they just pull Netflix out of their back pockets. The, the, the service that I used to watch... Uh, like Sons of Anarchy, when you used to have yes. to order the DVDs, I did the same or, with Dexter. or Breaking Bad. Yes, you know, like you, you watch like if you three episodes if you didn't and you know, send it back. You used to have to <laughs> when Netflix was a service that you could order DVDs to be delivered to you in the mail at a monthly subscription price, and you had the more so you many, paid, the more DVDs you got. Right, you only you only have time. so many at a time. And when you got done with one of the DVDs, you would put it in an envelope. You would go on the internet and say, hey, Netflix, I'm sending this one back. They yep. would send you your next send one. Me the you next would send Dexter that one in the disc. mail. And it was like you just constantly every few days got a new disc. And mm-hmm. now it's to the point I'm in my mid-30s. And now a program that I watched when I was 10, 11 years old is now going to be featured on that service. Nuts. It is now going to be on demand. That means that. Now that brings up the question, how much of the catalog are we talking? Are we talking the entire thing? Are they moving everything there? Can I go there and watch all of the WrestleManias? I mean, I don't know. That's a huge question to ask. Can I'm you watch all that's the NXT? Can you watch all of that? And what does that, what does that say for you know, somebody like Hulu that already has rights to stuff like that, to Peacock that was doing the premium live events. And I'm pretty sure the uh, premium live events are going to be going to Netflix as well. Right, right. It's going to be all featured on there as well, which, right. again, that means that international viewers can watch it on, just like Peacock, on a streaming service. Correct. A lot easier than what the pay-per-view model or anything sure. else. Uh, it just, it's it, it speaks, like, this is great news for WWD and professional wrestling, but it's just, this is like the turning point of, of, you know, the way that TV is digested. This is right. one of the biggest TV programs that is making the jump from national television to a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot of sense because that a, a cable is, you know, you always hear cable's dead. The cable's not dead, but it's definitely declined dying, in the past 10, sure. 15 years. Um, it, you know, and this is just the way that a lot of places go. And I mean, we've even got over an AEW. Tony Khan has recently been talking about a was a fast uh, channel or a uh, fast. I think it's a free ad supported television. Right, right. It's a, a, a 
much like Netflix, it's a it's a streaming service, and all but you, it's completely free. So but you Pluto basically has that. you have correct. Like a, uh, there's like a hundred of them out now. So basically, you'd be able to go on this streaming service and go back and watch everything that's AEW or W or sorry AEW and ROH related right. content. Uh, just be able to watch some ads and right, watch right. everything for free. So personally, I'm totally totally into it. That means I can go to a place and watch all of the dynamites I've never seen before. We we didn't start watching AEW until 2020, so all of 2019. Assuming, assuming that they would be able you know, to put their catalog. On that the was what service. was said that Tony Khan said, right? <laughs> in this interview that we had read, and also uh, you have Ring of Honor, all, all the back content as well. Ring of Honor already has a system like that in place with the Honor Club, where you can go back and you watch the past 20 years of Ring of Honor, including all the pay-per-views, including mm-hmm. all like the specials, every one of the televised episodes yep. they have. They have a couple sections where it's like the Briscoes and it goes over some, you know, right. promos they've done and matches they've done. So that would be kind of cool. So, I mean, yeah, this is, I, I, I can't see how this isn't a good move for WWE, but it's definitely one of those ones I wasn't ready for. When, when you told me that that afternoon, it was one of those, there's no way that you're like, what do you mean they're on Netflix? Like Netflix? Like the streaming platform that came from DVDs, like that just, it blew my mind. It's what crazy. a good move though. And a live program, no ads airing on Netflix. I think it's going to have ads. No, it said no ads. Really? It said no ads. I will believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, WWE, you know them, they'll put a branding on anything, including commercials, well, picture in picture. Netflix got smart and they've already started increasing their prices. Or oh, they're, immediately. They're planning on pr- Immediately, as prices. soon as they announced that so the next help. day, Netflix threw us an email saying, hey, guess what? Yeah. So that, that'll be what happens. And now, within the next year, it'll go up a few more dollars. And right, then they'll say, gets, well, you get, you know, free ad-supported uh, content right. or non-ad-supported content, um, you know, in addition to the the Netflix shows you get. You can right. get this. But that's huge for Netflix because now they can have other sports on right. there potentially. Or, and, they, and they already have that to where NFL, MLB, and uh, NHL are on different uh, you know streaming platforms. Sure. One thing that's and talking about different... I'd love to be able to go on there and watch a hockey game on Netflix. Yeah, right. How crazy would that be? Uh, speaking of other platforms, though, this is, brings up the question, how much of their audience are they going to lose because a lot of people have either boycotted Netflix for whatever reasons sure. or have just don't, don't have Netflix it. or don't just don't want to pay for it. Like, well, why do I want to pay for another service to watch absolutely. WWE? So I think I think the casual fans like my stepfather. I was going to say will, like your stepfather. That's will, perfect. That watches, it only, watches only SmackDown and only watches the one match during SmackDown. You know, you're going to lose your, your generic audience. Sure. But I think in doing so... You're now going to strengthen the quality of your fan. You're Correct. Gonna, you're going to trim the fat a little bit off of, you know, the fan base and ones that are just there, the ones that are they're a view. That's all they are. Sure. And what's interesting too is if you put something on a streaming service like that live, are they able to not have that television rating? Can you bypass that and now they're able to? That not really have an issue with blood or weapons, and is it going to be? Because I mean, hell, not as watered down as it is as when we were kids. I mean, we grew up in the Attitude Era, so blood and and tax and and steel cage matches were no big deal. These things they're... don't happen often in WWE. What if that gave them a different opportunity to come at it differently? Right, and say, but that doesn't. We can do this now. That doesn't do anything for the family friendly aspect where their money really lays. Well, absolutely. You know, so I think that's something that I mean, yeah, but that's that is a good point. I haven't thought about that. You can push the boundaries a little bit more without being on national television because you're on a subscription service. Sure. Subscription, excuse me. That subscription service can kind of, 
do whatever really it's it's allowed to do within legal sure. limits. Or maybe um, they say, you know, the last hour of Raw is going the to adult, be... The adult version. Yeah, Put a little kids bit. to bed. Yeah, a little bit more stepped up. So if you're not God, really wanting those, your kids to do, that, to do that. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't that work too? Kind of kind of having a content warning. Yeah. They've told me about that idea because, you know, you you've uh, three hours is already a bloated enough wrestling show. Sure. Um, And it would be able to do it that way to where that last hour, it's like, this is the... You know, the cage match. This is the, you know, I quit match. This is the, you know, grunge um, match. AEW's done it where it's like lights out. Yeah, the lights out match. You know, like like Baker and Thunder Rosa. The last hour is lights out and it's just kind of unsanctioned. It's within our, it's within our facility. Yep. Uh, You know, Roman Reigns will still be champion and he'll fight on that too. Yep. Before then. So don't worry. You'll get your Roman Reigns content, put the kids to bed and then you can come back. And uh, by then, who knows who's going to be wrestling for WWE? Right. right. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the landscape of WWE is going to change significantly over this next yeah. year. I said and, that and last podcast, but especially yeah, especially now, especially now with the news that just came out, like I'm sure we're going to see a large change. Sure. In a lot of different things. Well, and Vince has stepped down. We said that he's yes. he's completely left the company, and this is the first time in 50 years that a uh, McMahon does not work for wwe the closest thing to a mcmahon as far as we know that works for wwe would be triple h uh who is married to stephanie mcmahon i know there's now the rumors of stephanie man possibly coming back to the wwe but again anything it's is just rumors, nothing but sure. rumors and speculation until we hear 100 from the from the horse himself um but this streaming uh platform is going to open up a lot of doors for net for uh, well Netflix, and it's also going to open up a lot of doors for WWE. The contract is for ten years, with the option for Netflix to cancel at five or to extend to twenty. I don't know if that's, that's they get to extend to twenty or anywhere between eleven to twenty years. Um, and it's said that the 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 price for all of this was five billion dollars that's so, huge hopefully they'll take that and step up not that their production game is horrible but step mm-hmm. up the production game step up you know the things that they can do with right with that money it's not pocketed between you know the the the, the people that get their pockets fluffed it's uh, used yeah. for <laughs> i think i think uh they're they're yeah it's used in the right way because man five billion dollars that's that's absolutely insane that can go really far so it's going to be interesting to see january 2025 everybody's going to be at least hitting the 30 days free for that Netflix play. And you know, it's going to be like hitting the gym. You're going to have to watch that first. Month right. Like, Every, what is going everybody's to a new participant. happen? Well, and, and for three months, they're not going to have any, any uh, network covering the show. Right. They, there is a lapse. Their contract, their coverage with uh, USA network is going to end in October and their new deal with Netflix September. is going to start. Okay, September. And their new deal with Netflix starts in January. So there is a three month period where WWE technically doesn't have any TV rights. Uh, don't know if they'll extend their contract for an additional three months or if something else is going to happen or. It'll be on YouTube for three months. I mean, I, my, like, I halfway sleeping last night, I, I was thinking about this and, you know, kind of thought of like, what if they just said, you know what, for the next three months? We're taking time off. It's We're shutting the possible. show down. We're letting everybody We're heal. Superstars restructuring. Month. Yep. You know, it's not going to happen. They would never do that. They could, but they could. But they one hundred percent could. This is the only chance they could. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with those three months, and then it's going to be very interesting to see how expensive my Netflix go- bill goes up come January twenty twenty five, and then uh, yeah, it's going to be. 
a very interesting next few years for professional wrestling. And really, it's been a very interesting week other than Raw going to Netflix. We also got in a huge announcement that Dwayne Johnson is a part of the, the TKO uh, Call him directors. by his given name. I did, Dwayne Johnson. No, that's his biblical name. <laughs> Um, we also got to see the, like you said before, the Royal Rumble 2024, uh, yep. one of my favorites that I started love to off, see every year. Started off with the Women's Royal Rumble, which I was kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I figured they were going to throw in the Men's Royal Rumble just to give that that ambiance of, oh, I mean, it's spoilers if you haven't watched the stupid me. thing. You know, oh, Cody wins and he's going to be eyeballing the, four, the, you know, the fatal four-way later right. on. Um, I, the I was, lineup of this Wrestle or WrestleMania Royal Rumble was odd to me. Are you talking about the women's or the men's? Well, it started off with the women's, and then we got to see what I thought was the main event, which was the four-way. Yeah, they fired that one off real I quick, but I felt like really that, I think that went in, con- in conjunction with another show that was just just happened to be on at around nine thirty on yes. uh, TBS, and they had a steel cage match going on, which right, was really right. fun to watch both at the same time. Then afterwards, we got Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul, and then we got the Men's Royal Rumble. Ooh, so you were so mad at Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. I <sighs> let's go. To, uh, let's back up. Let's get. Let's get <laughs> yeah, Kevin let's Owens and Logan up. Paul. All right. So let's back up. I. I, I, Back it up, Terry. I never, Back I never want to toot my own horn, but toot toot got this entire pay per view right. I got the Eat whole it. thing wrong. Champion hanging this thing above my head. Well, uh, obviously Roman won, so I well, got I mean, that yeah. right. Everybody's gonna get that one right. That was that was an easy one. I, I'm still standing on this is exactly what they needed to do with Logan Paul. He gets the win. He did, he needed the win anyways. You needed him to carry this belt to Mania. So that the, somebody the who deserves that belt will get it. Yeah, right. the, it is the biggest stage. Logan sure. Paul, I'm sure, has made it very, very vocal that he media. wants to be a part of, of Mania. Right. If you're going to have a contract and be in a high profile and a champion with a celebrity, sure. you might as well put it up on, on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He brings faces and asses to seats. Like right. I, You can't deny it. But give him heel, like Lex Luger status heel. Like nuclear fire melting heat mm-hmm. heel that heat. wasn't like, it here you don't that wasn't here him getting the win today nuclear or, heat oh well i God. mean it pissed people off oh it totally got people it pissed people off it shut down that entire stadium what are you talking about that stadium was very very quiet it was and and being somebody that was Born and raised in St. Petersburg, and yeet yeet yeet. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, you know I've been to Tropicana Field a few times. Um, it's usually pretty damn loud. It is. It was. Florida is usually silent. a raucous crowd. Whenever you have, especially that they had what forty thousand, forty thousand people. And I think it, it was really 44, was or like forty thousand forty four or something. They had a lot of fours in it. Yeah, because Pat McAfee said it's so weird. Forty four thousand forty four. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were very quiet. But this like. Roman and one, and nobody, nobody was happy yeah, about that. Yeah, unanimous boos, like three ones in the front, you know. But then when Logan Paul respect to the tribal chief won by disqualification. Yep, I was screaming. I, I saw the brass knuckles. I saw the whole bullshittery go down. It's exactly what you thought. It's exactly what, like. And then they did exactly the, the ref what you did bullshit think they were for the Roman do. Reigns match. And then they throw in the brass knuckles. So Kevin Owens gets it. Good. Hits, I loved it. Hits Logan Paul and he gets caught with it and it's a DQ. I loved it. I am like 
furious. She's flipping tables. My hair is literally standing up straight. Like I can't. She's yelling. Believe. Neighbors are calling the cops, thinking well, oh, she's no. abusing me. No, it was never it was, that bad, th- but I was. I was actually I really thought, upset. I thought it was great. I yeah. thought it was the best way you could get Kevin Owens to lose without him putting looking up at the lights. It was the best way that Logan Paul could win without actually winning. It was the best My eyes thing are so hard. that you could do with <clears throat> such a powerful sure. heel. So good. So sure. good, so good, 100%. So good. Was not my moment of the <laughs> night, but was 100% heel moment of the night. Like, I loved it. I think it was the greatest ending to a United States title match I have seen ever. That was so good. I don't care. Hate me if you want, at Gunk Dudley. I don't care. Hate on me. I thought it was awesome. But the Royal Rumble, back to the Women's Royal Rumble. This by far took... Started off the night. This by far took... Like, the entire Royal Women's Royal mm-hmm. Rumble, I thought, was better than any other match. You know, for not being a Logan Paul fan in general, I don't like him. Like, oh, I don't like him either. Person, I, I, let me, let I me can't put really that to get the into these I don't matches. want anybody to think that I am a fan of Logan Paul. Yeah. I think he is a terrible human being. I thought and when he, he actually signed, had a decent match with oh, Kevin he Owens match. here, He though. does way too that good That was actually my favorite sport. match. He does way too good at this sport. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad match. I just... There was so much more storytelling in the women's than it was there was good. In this. It was good. My only problem with the women's row rumble is it felt like it was two hours long. It was very it slow. It took what felt like first, ten minutes in between the people coming in. It just it was very hard to get into at some points. The first ten people were great. The from about eleven to about I don't know, probably Jade Gargill was just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you hit 24 and Valhalla came out. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. I forgot <laughs> this was even a thing. We didn't have it written on the board. My boy, R-Truth, came in at number number 24. Judgment and, Day uh, music. Or, stole, you know, I'm sorry, R-Truth music stole the show. and all. Stole with the his show. Judgment Day t-shirt. Rolled moment into the, the ring. Moment of the fucking premium live yep. event. They had to tell him. It was the Women's Royal Rumble. So good. So good. That that was a great moment, but we did get the debut of Jade Cargill. Right. Uh, still unaffiliated as far as brand-wise, but I, uh, I'm very happy that she did get a huge pop. People were very excited for her when her, she stood there and looked Bianca Belair in the eyes. Ooh. I think the whole entire wrestling community Hair went, standing let's on fucking Goosebumps. go. That's, th- that's going to be a good match. Uh, Absolutely. We also had... TNA Women's Champion Jordan Grace yes. was a participant, which and, was a very oh, nice surprise. Um, the return of Naomi. And the return of Naomi. And I've got to say, when I saw Jordan Grace and Jade, and Jade Cargill going face-to-face, that was that one and Jordan Grace and Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. That one, both those, I would love to see a couple of matches between those three women. And there was a lot of really good teases for potential matches that, that spawned from this Women's right. Royal Rumble that you can definitely continue with but I um, think, and becky ooh, was becky. heated becky was good i like becky in this yeah she was um, heated i think nia Jax did an amazing job i don't i'm not a big fan of nia Jax, but i am slowly starting to become a fan of the of the wrestler uh i think she did a great job coming in there and doing exactly what she was supposed to do and i really really enjoyed the idea that the whole idea was that nia Jax was the big show the goldberg the the you know the big individual that's going to come in and just clean house, take her, uh, you know, 
and everybody was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have 15 women gang up on you and throw yeah. you out. And it's always that thing. You always have to have, like, half the rumble has to gang up on on the big person of course. in order to throw them out. And they couldn't do it this time until Jade Cargill came out. And she took her a little bit. And thankfully, Nia Jax was able to grab the rope. But She helped. They were able to put Jade Cargill over with just that one. Correct. You had Nia Jax who just eliminated that was eight enough. people. Right. And then Jade Cargill comes in and says, nah, and tosses her over the rope. That was huge. That was absolutely huge. You also had Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez made their debut. In, they both uh, did a fantastic job, In I a think. main roster premium live yeah, event. Yeah, Tiffany Stratton especially looked great here. As well as we saw Liv Morgan come back from injury. I think she had a knee injury. Oh, I can't remember exactly what happened to her. I don't remember, but it's good to see her back. Um, she only lasted about six and a half minutes. Um, but Bailey, man, she deserved it. Bailey, with seven eliminations. That we were looking at these numbers. We've got, we've got to pull it up here. Nia Jack, Nia Jax eliminated eight other women. Bailey eliminated seven other women. Yeah, that's half the roster. They eliminated or half, half the the, the Royal Rumble. Rumble between two women, and then Bailey ends up winning. She went the longest amount of time with an hour and three minutes and what three seconds. Yeah, and this is for a women's Royal Rumble ever. She right. she beat. Uh, Rhea Ripley. As well as Naomi did. Correct. Just previously, and then she got thrown out, and Bailey lasted a little bit longer. Um, but a lot of really good little t- storytelling. You had Kyrie Sane and Asuka came into the ring and wasn't, you know, the most welcomed by Bailey. I think she was kind of under the understanding this was her opportunity. This was her chance to, you know, everybody else in damage control, control's got a belt. Right. This guys was, hurt, so. Right, right. This was, you know, her chance that she could win the Rumble and then get a shot at, I'm guessing, Mommy's belt. Uh, bring that home and then all of damage control would have the you know shiny belts and they even said they were going to have dakota kai when she got back from injury go for the nxt women's championship right so then all of them would have belts and then when she saw oscar comes in and then later Kyrie sane she kind of was like what the hell yeah what are you doing here and what I, was interesting too is she clearly did not state who she was going after no no she didn't and and also at one point, you had pointed out that Oscar went for a high five, and Bailey just kind of left her hanging there for a second. Like oh, it was the other way around, yeah. Bailey yeah. went for a high five, and Oscar just walked right past her. It was like the whole entire time, the attitude was just stacked up against Bailey. Right, like, and I think this is playing more and more into Bailey turning face. I, I think, think that she she's, needs this. I'm, yeah. I, I really think, and I said it last week. I think this is going to turn into she is going to slowly build up resentment towards uh, towards damage control. And then eventually when they're expecting her to claim that she wants to go after mommy's belt, that she's going to then going to go after EO Sky and they're going to get their WrestleMania moment, which is going to be fantastic. But I still feel like even though it didn't happen that way, that that Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley still needs to happen. I I think it's still going to happen strictly because Rhea Ripley made it vocal that she wants Becky Lynch to win. She said, I'll see you at WrestleMania. So let's hope that. You know, maybe Mobby comes out on uh, Raw this week, which would be tonight if you're listening to the podcast when it debuts. Uh, if you didn't know, every Monday morning. thank you very much. Um, it would be great for Mobby to come out and say, you know, I really don't care that you didn't win. I, I still want you to be my opponent. Or even vice versa. You have Becky Lynch come out and still throw that challenge out mm-hmm. saying, I think you're better than me and I need to prove that you're not. I still like that. Pro- that that promo even thinking about it gives yeah. me chills. Chef's I kiss. still Perfectly think that was executed. the best way to set up a rivalry between yeah. the two of them without the fluff. 
exactly. You, just give it, you give, give them it the, the props. importance of two of of WWE's top women just looking at each other and saying. I need to be better than you. It's the mm-hmm. same dynamic that you had when Charlotte and Rhea Ripley faced last WrestleMania. It was a great match. It really was. Like it was they had a small amount of history and they were able to take that and go, "You know what? It's my redemption." Yes. And she won and, that belt from Charlotte, and yes. now it's Becky's turn to do the same thing. Well, and Becky can lose here, and it's no big deal. I don't think she will. You think Becky's going to win I from think Rhea? Becky's going to get the belt. That'd be huge. I think it's going to be Becky and Rhea at Mania, and I really, really do think that Becky's going to walk away with that championship belt. Wow. Rhea doesn't... Rhea can... Both of the women can take the loss, but Rhea has enough momentum know. that she... Come on. I think Rhea loses and the dissension of Judgment Day begins. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They kick out Damian Priest, and then Finn Balor and JD and Dominic all get on her nerves, and, and she finally just goes, Rhea I'm so tired of all this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the men's Royal Rumble, <laughs> let's take a few minutes to talk about the four-way that did happen between LA Knight, Randy Orton, AJ Roman Styles. Reigns, and AJ Styles. It's a mouthful. It's I'm a just lot staring of at the ceiling trying to think of all their names. Right. Um, yeah, it, it went exactly as you thought. Um, heels did heel things, faces, which was the other three did face things. They the worked together to try to get, you know, Roman yep. out. Uh, Solo Sokoa showed up. Uh, it just, you know, it, it was your cliche bloodline match. It was. Again, stack, the odds stacked to the roof against Roman Reigns still comes out on top. Um, I think the only interesting thing was there was one spot where we thought that, uh, Solo was kind of doing some shasty stuff. They did a spot where all, everybody was piled on top of each other. Uh, but it looked like Solo had pulled, I think it was AJ Styles on top of LA Knight or vice versa. Yeah, something like uh, that. And if if the referee would have been paying any bit of attention, he that was, that was an a obvious pin. pin <laughs> um, which you never know. That might be something that, you know, it might have just been to set that spot up. It might have been to set the spot up and fuel both speculation about Solo trying to screw over Roman Reigns or sure. or AJ saying, well, Which I'm, I pinned I'm still you know, on this that guy for the belt. I'm still on that train, and I'm sorry. What's I know that? That's the, Solo? That the, the, the train is on its tracks, and it's got the American Nightmare driving the whole thing straight Choo-choo. to success. Straight to Tattoo Neck City. I just really think it would be cool if Solo took the belt from Roman I would too, but I I think they're they've already made the decision where they're going with this. They have now. What was really fun and we hadn't thought about was we got to see some interaction in the ring between Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yep, they were both Talk number one about and number two in the pop. men's Royal Rumble. So. I, I, not to toot my own horn, toot, toot. I was correct on something. A lot in this. of toot horning, horn tooting. Yeah, a lot of horn tooting. I was correct in this one. When Jay came out, of course the crowd was going absolutely ape shit. He knows how to get everybody going crazy. Of course, day one, uh, Jay, Jay, Jay Uso comes out first. Right. Which was Main just event. awesome. I loved Main it. Main event, Jay. But then instantly I thought, what if Jimmy comes out? Like the words left your mouth? They have and this Jimmy's interaction in the ring where they get to tease their match at WrestleMania. Yep. And I really do think that's exactly where it's going. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. I mean, I, they've, Again, they've it's expressed... Been this, it's a huge tease. They have expressed Uso versus Uso would yeah. be I like their dream match. Yeah. Um, they have done it. They did it on SmackDown. Right, but not Mania. Not Mania. Not Mania, which not I think... Level. 
I and, and you, whether you disagree with this or agree with this, yeah, and in the general consensus, no interference. The Usos this time. <laughs> are one of, if not the greatest tag team in all of professional or all in at least WWE Hands wrestling. Down. Hands down. Um, to have this be like the big crescendo that the, these guys gain from their career. Like they have been tag team champions. They are the they longest running tag team in WWE history. They are raw SmackDown and universal tag team champions. Um, Just the bloodline. Ha- the only general. thing you, yeah. The only thing you have not done is have these two have the match. They deserve exactly brother versus brother. Who wins? Who wins? Um, uh, because of the trajectory of Jay, I have to say Jay, because he's already managed to be the first person and I think three over three years, maybe three and a half, to actually pin not in a singles Roman competition. Reigns. No, not a singles competition, a competition. But nonetheless, pinned Roman Reigns. Right. Last think, person before that was Baron Corbin. Yeah, and FTR was in that match, yep. <laughs> which shows you how long it's been. Formerly the mechanics, formerly uh, was it for the revival? Uh, yeah, fear the revival. Fear the revival. Um, the, again, shows you how long it's been since uh, Roman Reigns was pinned. But yeah, it was indeed Baron Corbin. Um, I, 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 yeah, I think it needs to go to Jay. The momentum behind him, the crowd right. loves him. He is somebody that in singles action, I think, is going to do really, really, really big things. Him having a belt around his waist mm-hmm. as in singles competition would be great. Not that Jimmy's not great. Jimmy's mm-hmm. fantastic. Right. But uh, as crazy as it is, Jay turned his situation around real life and was oh, yeah. able to be one of the top performers in WWE. Right. Kudos to him. Now, what happens when Solo gets involved? Uh, I Little say, brother gets involved and I he say has to now cage pick. cage match and nobody can That doesn't enter. stop the bloodline. They have cage to, matches, they hell have cell, to let it goes. just See, go I, that way. I don't, know, I don't know why recently you might have been on the opposite ends of things. Yeah. I think the opposite. I think Solo needs to be torn between brothers because those are both his older brothers. Sure. They're twin brothers. So that right. means they've been around in his life the exact amount of time. They're very identical mm-hmm. in a lot of things they do. Well, and he's siding currently with J- with Jimmy. Right. I just think it would be a cool thing to have him somewhat involved in the match. Oh, yeah. In the decision Because then you can the do Solo, versus, Solo and Jay versus Jimmy and Roman. That'd be good. You know, you can have that. Oh, two brothers and two brothers, well, no. really. After, you know? after Roman loses the belt, he's he's not going to be around WWE for a while. He, he's he might John not be Cena. ever again. Like, I really would not be surprised if he went and did the, the movies, could television. Could you see him as a movie star, though? Like, I just... Yeah, I, I could. I, I could. don't know if I... I don't know. It, it's it's going to be a hard sell for me to... Be, you want to go see the new Roman Reigns movie? You know, I never thought The Miz could be a... a movie star i don't think i've ever seen any of his movies i've never seen any of his movies either but obviously they've made money or they wouldn't have continued to do the marines well yeah they're they're wwe movies so roman is still the universal champion i don't think if if anybody had their money bet against him i think you're a fool um but now the men's royal rumble main events the royal rumble which kind of makes sense sure they've done it before where it doesn't main event which kind of doesn't make sense seeing how the pay-per-view is named after the event understand um and it was a pay-per-view event. It I, wasn't the best Royal Rumble. I, no, I got I to gotta say it no. outright. No, and there I was, was entertained. a couple. Yeah. I was entertained. There was a couple of really good opportunities to get a, a very unmotivated crowd hyped. Right. 
there was two opportunities that I feel like they failed at, and it was not having Cody win. Or having I Pat McAfee compl- be one of the participants. Okay, that was the third. So let's start with Pat <laughs> McAfee, okay? To have him come into the Royal Rumble, not uh, a bad okay. idea. I don't think that's a terrible idea. I think the way that they did it was absolutely horrible. And by the time that Pat McAfee was in the Royal Rumble at right. number 22, I was already just heated is the nicest way to put it. So mm-hmm. Pat walks in. He's staring at who? Omos, Braun Breaker, and I don't know, a couple other big guys. And he eliminates himself. He so just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so mad about that. Right. They absolutely drop the ball when they have who is the king of Royal Rumbles. When you think Royal Rumble, Kofi Kingston is the guy that you have to talk about. Not to interrupt you, but that is from the minute you said Pat McAfee until just now. That's how long he lasted in that in that yeah. Rumble match. That was so awkward and pathetic. But yeah, back to Kofi. Kofi Kingston. Legendary Royal Rumbler. Yeah. So the last couple of years, he's had a few very unfortunate mishaps. He always kind of teases him putting one foot or toes on the ground. He stood on pancakes one year. It's been the craziest thing. People catch him and he comes back in. Like, that's his thing. That's his thing. So the last few years, he's had some mishaps. Which Piper did with Chelsea Green, which I thought was neat. But he never got that Royal Rumble moment where he almost doesn't no, go over even, and gets come back. Suggestion towards he it. just got straight thrown now, out. Now, one defense in that is that this is a different Kofi Kingston we've been seeing since Xavier Woods and obviously Big E's been out for a sure, while. Sure, um, which he unfortunately did not come in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was one thing I got wrong. I was really hoping he was going to show up as number 30. But uh, You know, best intentions, that's all. Uh, I was excited to see Sami Zayn come out as number 30 and i absolutely was too and this is the time where i was like oh great idea Sami Zayn, number 30 what better way to get this crowd super hyped at the end of this royal rumble he lasted three minutes yeah and he never did you know a haluva kick the the blue thunder bomb he took out damian priest he took out damian priest only only noticeable i mean that's the only and then he got eliminated and i was really bummed out about that too so i feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities in this one i did like to see andrade i don't know why i had forgotten he was going to come back to wwe i think he did a great job yep um he was kind of having an interaction with santos escobar which is kind of cool i thought that whole thing was funny yeah. Uh, we also had Braun Breaker was afforded an opportunity. It wasn't originally scheduled for the Royal Rumble, but there was a sudden vacancy as of probably what, like Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, that allowed him to come job. in and do the job of the individual that was supposed to be in that spot. And I think they picked a great person to do that, especially on short notice. You're trying to build him up like a Goldberg style individual. And no, it wasn't Goldberg. Um, you're trying to build him up like this big powerhouse, like we were talking about, you know, your Nia Jax, your Jade Cargill in the Women's Royal Rumble. He is that quality of an individual. And he came in and cleaned house. He threw out four individuals, which Same was, as Cody. was, yeah, I was going to say was tied with the most eliminations of the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, he looked great. People popped for him when he came out. I think that they've done a great job putting Braun Breaker together. I don't know if we're going to see him move up into the main roster, um, but real good to see him put in a position on such no- short notice so that he can prove that he is the caliber of individual that could that yeah. needs to be elevated like a Gunther. Like look at how- the people he he eliminated. I mean, yeah, he eliminated was- Jimmy. Right. He eliminated Finn Balor. Uh, he eliminated Ivar, and he eliminated Omos. Which Omos is a big dude. And Those again, are big guys. Ivar's huge. I mean, and that's again, pretty cool. And again, all of them are are larger dudes. They are are you know 
it, it puts a status on him. He now has that like, oh, it's Braun Breaker. He'll he threw Omos. He threw Ivar, two of the biggest guys that were probably in the Rumble. You know, I, it, it was just a good. It was good to see a few of these guys. Um, you know, really. Other than that, there wasn't really too much beyond CM Punk and Cody Rhodes's intertwining chapters of stories. You know, what a crazy situation there, and to think. You know, three years ago, if you would have said that CM Punk and Cody Rhodes would be in the main Made event. WrestleMania, of, or Royal Rumble. Yep. Previous to uh, WrestleMania 40. Yeah. I don't I mean, think yeah, last two, last that. two individuals in the Royal Rumble were most previously AEW employees. Correct. You know, and I mean, I'm not and saying they delivered. that as a, I'm not saying that as a dig towards WWE. No, it's uh, just, just uh, factual. Yeah. It's just an interesting concept. Uh, how, however, I gotta, I gotta say when CM Punk had Cody Rhodes in what looked like the final, you know, this is it, it's all over, uh, and he yelled out to the crowd, I'm, there's no way I was going to get beat by Dusty's son. I mean, it was like, okay, you might as well have just, you know, handed me the, the spoiler sheet. Because at <laughs> yeah, that point, right. it's like, you know he's going to win. Like, the something like that's heat. the most evil, like, I've got you now gadget uh-huh. thing I've ever heard and in my entire life. And of course, I'm life. going over next, yep. So yeah, And he does, he goes over next, Cody Rhodes wins, he is now... Not only the winner of this Royal Rumble, but the fourth individual to consecutively win Royal Rumbles. And so nobody has done that in 26 years. The last person being the man, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? What? So, (laughs) I I mean, it went exactly as predicted. I feel like this, and again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I feel like this, this premium live event went exactly as it should have gone. And it's exactly how... It was the most predictable, very thing predictable, possible. very predictable. The the, the question at that least, arises, at, at least you know what the only one I'd, I'd give away would probably be uh, the women's Royal Rumble. I just I got a good guess on that. No, one. that was fantastic. Um, this now has the question of clearly Cody Rhodes has challenged Roman Reigns. He was yes. there. Him and Seth were watching above in their box seats. He definitely looked at Roman. Roman was like, "Who me? I don't right. know why." And. Uh, that really says something because they were definitely teasing up that The Rock was going to be facing Roman Reigns. What do you think is going to happen with that now? I mean, there's Elimination Chamber in Perth, and to be honest with you, they're going to a new market. Not a new market, but a market that doesn't get a lot of love. Right. That really you, wants the love. You know, you they're a bring, lot like the UK that it's like, please, if you come right. here, we will support it. You bring Dwayne The Rock Johnson to Perth to go against Roman Reigns, you'll sell out the sure. biggest stadium they have there. Well, and Mommy is from... Of course. Australia. So of you course. already know that that match is going to be absolutely incredible, so who whoever think, it may so be. Who, do you think that would be Becky Lynch and Mommy? I don't think that would be worthy of it. You don't think it's a big enough stage? I also don't think it's no, a big enough stage. No, I, I think the story is bigger than that stage. Yeah. Even, even though that is uh, Mommy's home turf. Well, and I guess maybe this is an opportunity to not really pick a random person. Can you go back up to the, the results of the... The Women's Royal Rumble. I just want to kind of throw a couple names and look at this. Um, you'd have to put somebody in there that, like, the same as if you do Rock versus Roman. Right. Whoever is calibers. going to be facing so, these two. Jordan Grace. Are not going to win. No, no. <laughs> They're not going to win. The Rock's not going to beat Roman before Cody does. And Be- uh, nobody's going to beat Rhea before no. it would be Becky. So they're kind of like, I hate to say it, like cannon fodder. Who's the sacrificial lambs? Yeah, who's going to be the Chad Gable to right. Gunther in this situation? I um, can see Jade Cargill. She Jade made, Cargill would be great. She I, made an impressive, you know, debut in the Royal in her Royal Rumble. I think that would be a real good, you know, 
way to put her over even more, even yeah, as that would even be taking fun. the loss, you know. You could definitely put Bianca Belair in that situation and she can take a loss and it not right. be any issue. It's Bianca Belair, so that would be a great match. Selena Vega's gotten her moment. I thought that was fantastic at Backlash. You gotta put somebody who's really, really strong in there. I mean you could put Nia um, Jackson there as well. <clears throat> um, who else? <laughs> <laughs> Naomi? Valhalla. She lasted five seconds, by the way. Did she end up beating Chelsea's Chelsea Green's record? I don't think the... so. I think Chelsea Green's got something like three seconds. Okay. R- ridiculous. Close. Ridiculous. Close. I honestly don't even remember Valhalla getting into the ring, which is horrible. Well, it's because R-Truth went in. Well, yeah, I know, but five seconds, I don't even remember her getting eliminated. I blinked, and it was gone. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. There's some good opportunities here, for sure. I mean, we'll have to just kind of see how as we build up towards Elimination Chamber, which I think is in the end of February. So you really only have a month to about build four, up. About four or five weeks to build up to it. To so. build up, you know, a, a half rivalry in the they, meantime. You, know? built you can up, do that with The Rock. They've built up more meaningful things with less time. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. We'll come Elimination Chamber. Well, and you, if you put The Rock versus Roman Reigns on there... It, it's already going to be a moment that everybody is going to feel like they need to watch. Well, yeah, and I think that's the whole thing. You you bring The Rock on there plus Roman. It's a draw. Everybody that that is yeah, that Bobby's goes there's there. not going to want to miss that because they don't ever come to the yeah to Australia to begin with. You got to have Bronson Reed fight. Like oh yeah, it's gonna it's he's got to be, be in the elimination. It's going to be so over the top. It's going to be unreal. But I, I just I don't think it's going to. What do you think they're going to put Rock in the elimination chamber? With the Rock Roman? in the elimination? That no, would be dope. no, I can see no, that. no, 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 no. He's not defending it in the elimination chamber. No way. So obviously, like we said, WrestleMania main event: Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Is this the end of the story for Cody Rhodes? Is it happening? Do you think he's going to take the championship? Well, from once Roman the Reigns? story's finished, does he start a new one? Is you he know, done? Does he retire? And Is I he guess like, that's I got my worry. Belt? Is he going to be Tom Green on MTV and hits number one? Uh, on TRL and just says now that we've hit number one for this entire week I'm retiring it and it goes down in history as only you know one of the best music videos that's ever happened yeah I, he hasn't I, been there for long enough to be like well that's it you know it's I'm it's leaving it's or an interesting like topic because where do you go from you have had one of the most prolific uh, championship run by the bloodline slash Roman Reigns for the past two and a half yeah. three years whether you like it or are still into it or not it has been a prolific moment in wrestling history and now you build up you know, the next face of the company. Sure. And I think it's, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought of it, honest to God. It's one of those things that it happens so seldomly that that belt ever will change that I, I think hard to imagine have it like, would. <laughs> they've become hardened to the idea of him losing yeah. that belt. So yeah. it's, I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever given any consideration. Okay. Cody gets the belt. Mm-hmm. CM Punk gets the belt. The rock gets wow. the belt. What but do you do? The heat. If Cody loses again, Ooh boy. Yeah, they'd have a another situation on their hands. The heat. So wow, Royal Rumble Saturday night. We had another show going on on regular cable television. Uh, AW Collision, the main event. One of the best shows in wrestling right now was a steel cage six man. They said elimination match. It wasn't really an elimination match. It was just a six man cage match. And the, I guess they kind of confused elimination with if you go outside of the cage, you have left the cage and if all three of your members of your team leave the cage then you win or you can pin or something i don't know if, because it's very it, there was no real set rules but it seemed like it was you had to leave the cage right um but what a match to have and the only reason they they put this on collision for the main event was 100 to combat against the royal rumble 
And it honestly was one of those ones where we were going back and forth between the Fatal 4-Way and the Steel Cage match. And I got to be honest with you, strictly knowing that Roman Reigns was more than likely going to take that belt and go on his way, I could not stop watching this that, cage match. That match had me. It was it was great. The great For, thing is the storyline that's involved with it enough. You right. know, like the, the, the months and months and months of just the House of Black just teasing FTR pestering him F- FTR constantly and it coming to this was perfect and it was so strange like I said when they announced that the that what I thought was the main event was happening with the four way right and the only thing that made sense to me was that exactly that that exact thing was they were trying to compete with people trying to watch the steel cage mm-hmm. match the steel cage match or was absolutely versa. incredible it was they really, really did a great job and it's tough when you have six people in a match we talk about this a lot where you can pay attention to the multiple things happening at one time and that's the nice thing about being trapped in the steel cage is you have to fight there it's consolidated but it started right away and uh, a I little bit a earlier in the move. night yeah a little bit earlier in the night Daniel Garcia did get beat up supposedly uh, yeah he was had off a bloody camera. nose was off camera um, so he was unsure if he was going to be able to medically be cleared for this match uh, Jay Briscoe did step in and say that he Mark was more Briscoe. I'm so sorry Mark Briscoe did step in and say you know I love you guys FTR I'm more than willing to help you guys out didn't if quite Daniel work Garcia out for can't his make it um, it did start off with Mark Briscoe helping FTR out like I said uh, but he did go through a table but I think that was immediately. great I think that was great because he Came out there. He FTR had already made their way down into the ring, uh, and, at, and just like you had said, it's always difficult for six men to be in a ring or women to be in the ring and have the focus be able to be shot by one camera. This now allowed to where it was strictly a two on three match. So you're gonna have either two men and one man against one individual, or you're gonna have all three beating up the other two. So you finally have, you eliminate a a third of the camera angles you right. need to shoot and by and consolidated it all together. Mark Briscoe into tables and eliminating him pretty much for the right. entire match. Uh, Daniel Gnarly Garcia comes spot. out. Oh yeah, it was a great, it was awesome. He was coming out, the lights went out, they came up, did their spoopy, scary fire thing, just beating him up. Great, great, absolutely wonderful. Um, the match proceeds with just a two on three. Uh, halfway through it, Daniel Garcia comes down with his bandaged head just bound and determined to beat some ass and he did him and Malachi Black they were the last two in the ring holy shit these two I want to see a singles match between these guys oh I loved Cash Wheeler I think Cash Wheeler did an absolute oh, great job they all cage. did they all did um, but it coming down to Daniel Garcia and Malachi Black was so important it wasn't the way that I thought it was going to go right but uh, obviously Daniel Garcia, his whole head is taped up. He's just messed up already before the match even started. He's gone through a beating. He's been misted at this point by Julia. Which and was a Malachi, good touch. Malachi, I loved it. He And he, she blasted him, his entire face, all the way down his neck. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you miss, you get like a, like a top of the head. or He went, yeah, from eyebrows to nipples was was Doused. just solid black. And Malachi was getting ready to, to leave the steel cage, and Daniel Garcia yelled at him. He had a... a the steel chair and yelled at him to basically finish him off to come back. It challenged him. Yeah. And, and challenged him. And Malachi took the bait and came back in for Daniel Garcia. Which I and think it turned around. Hard I on think him. speaks volumes because you have Malachi black, who is a calm, cool, collective and destructive individual. Yes. And he he's a go, smart, calculated guy. He can go from, from kneeling or I'm sorry, from, from sitting in the middle of the ring, cross leg to taking your jaw off of your face with a heel kick in half a second, 
But he was, Daniel Garcia was able to get into the chinks of his armor and was able to provoke him enough to, to open up an opportunity, hits him with a nasty pile driver on that chair and is able to crawl up and over, get out of the ring. And you said it, and I can't disagree with it. 2024 is the year of Danny Garcia. It is. He is going to dance his way into it is. singles championship gold, and I, I am I really so, think so ready for it. And it's so crazy because the Continental Classic ended up being such a great story for Daniel Garcia. He only beat one person. It was great, but it, but it was, was terrible for Brody him at the same King. Time. That he yes. was able to beat, which and is all of this is stemming incredible. from incredible. It is. That's what's the, it that, is. And we talked about this when the Continental Classic ended. That this has opened up storylines that you can you avenues you can yeah. go about. And Brian and Eddie this. are still going at it. That's right. Danielson had that match against Nagata uh, for right before this main event. Um, but this the Continental Classic built storylines like Daniel Garcia and Brody King. He was the only one that he was able to beat, and now it's been a thorn in the House of Black side ever since. Brody has had a chip on his shoulder about this. He has had numerous interactions with Daniel Garcia, and every single time, Daniel Garcia is able to best him, come hell or high water. Absolutely. And it's the most, un it's like the most underdog story when you right. when it comes to these because when you look at them they're polar up you looks like you could fit daniel garcia inside of brody i King, know it's it's and so he insane keeps getting one over on him and i love it and it's it was that star wars moment with luke skywalker right it just, <laughs> just it, it climb just, on inside and stay warm it's so good it's <laughs> so good i love it and it's it's done such a good job baking into this it has this rivalry that's still not done it has and what's really crazy too is like the House of Black cannot bring Daniel Garcia down, but out of these three men who are just huge and pivotal in AEW, did Julia Hart just better better Daniel Garcia by missing? I don't him? know. Is what he is going to have to go? Like, it, what's going to happen there? Is he going to have to go through the the trials and tribulations of the Black Mist and Willow have like an infected eye? Yeah, I mean, Sky Blue fought it for a little bit and then she didn't fight it. Julia mm -hmm. Hart fought it for not that long. Um, Pac fought it. So, I mean, this is another one like, and I think this was, I really think that this was Malachi's black, Malachi Black's overall plan was to, and he, he always brings up that he's trying to bring out the best in everybody that right. is like, you're, right. he's trying to make them realize their potential and looking at Daniel Garcia being kind of, I don't want to say a joke character, but taking a bit of a comedic uh -huh. you know, aspect to him and, and Malachi Black looking at him and saying, no, just like how all of us have been, no, you're a professional you're a wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> and I think this might be something to where we're going to see a bit of an edge come back sure. to Daniel Garcia. He's not necessarily... That red death. Like, yes. why, where's the red death? And He's I think not necessarily going to be a part of House of Black, but it's going to he push him. He might be the Black him. Death. Ooh, I like that. You know, so... You, um, I, yeah, oh, I really like that. But it, just to kind of push him in the right direction to better himself. Right. Just like Malachi wanted, getting those those wins like that it. he deserves instead of those you know the losses that he exactly ends up obtaining from overall chicanery. Yeah, overall losses don't matter when it's a new year. It does now. It does now. It does now do with the ranking, ranking system. system. Jinx, you owe me a coke. Ah. Uh, yeah, so I'm. Put you on the fridge. I'm very glad to see <laughs> that Daniel Garcia is getting some time. The steel cage match was amazing. We also had. Uh, Adam Copeland took on Minoru Suzuki. The murder grandpa came to town and beat the ever-living hell. Uh, both of them beat the hell out of each Could other. Could you imagine being Adam Copeland? Like, I don't know if I said this last week, but the idea of just being like, hey, Tony Khan, I'm going to shoot my shot. 
I want to fight Minoru yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, what do you think about this? <laughs> and he's you like, know, oh, let me know. I, let me get off the phone. Let me get, when I get off the phone with him, I'll let you know what he says. Right, I'll shoot him a text. Because you know, you know, the damn hell? well Tony Khan grabbed the grabbed the the NJPW cell phone. Because I feel like Tony Khan has got like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Tony he's got Khan's a Jaguars like, phone. It, it, do you ever think that Tony Khan is playing a character? Like, you know, okay, Vince McMahon, bad name be damned right now, back sure. in the Attitude Era, had a character. He yeah. was this. Hey, Stone Cold knew all along that Vince was a piece of shit. Oh yeah, everybody did. Um, <laughs> but. He had like this bravado character that was that was there was Vince or Mr. McMahon was right. the character. Do mm-hmm. you think that maybe there's a there might be a chance that Tony Khan is just playing this overly enthusiastic wrestling fan that runs a wrestling company? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> I just think that's Tony Khan. I think that he should lean into it, and I love that again that the young bucks. I love have. what he does. I love what he's got. He's got the big glasses, and he's like, "Hey, you guys need to cut it out because I own this company." That was a good tease. It was so um, good. The roster has now changed. It says Matthew and Nick Jackson, Nicholas Jackson, and it says executive vice presidents underneath it's, their oh names God, on so the good. roster now, too. Um, yeah, I think Tony Khan should totally lean into it. But I do think that Tony Khan is just a huge dork that loves wrestling like the rest of us. Oh, he and does. happens to just that's why he was able to set company, up. You know? That's why he was able to set up Suzuki Minoru and and Adam Copeland. Yeah. And it, well, you, I think you were going to bring up earlier. Well, I, of course, name I like interrupted that, you. But- um, but he didn't find out about the match until it was it was on social media, wasn't it? Well, what he happened was idea. he threw the idea out to Tony Khan. Tony Khan was like, well, you know, let me make a phone call. I'll let you yeah. know. Um, when Tony I'll, Khan I'll call in real life, yeah, when Tony Khan in real life got off the phone with Minoru Suzuki, he played the card on, I think it was Dynamite. Right. And we all found out about it before Adam Copeland. Adam was in the back. He had no idea. And John Moxley just happened to walk up to him and was like, hey, he got that match. And Adam was like, what match are you talking about? He's like, oh, Suzuki. He's coming next week. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I've got a week to prepare. Right. So I think Brian Danielson was like, well, hey, while we're shooting our shot, Yuji yeah, Nagata, right? like, hey, so it's, it's hey, so yeah, you're cool already, to you're, think, already like, you're already chartering one flight. What's what's another one? Fly him over with, right? with him, you know? It's just crazy to think that there's, like, this huge open door. I mean, similar to TNA and uh, WWE, WWE working together. That was just really cool. I was cool so excited to, to see her come out of the Royal Rumble. I mean, Especially was, with Naomi so close in there right. and them having their, they, they, they hugged that, and then a, they just started it fighting. Was the, it was the Perfect. shortest hug. It was like, hey, girl, good job. I'm going to beat your face in. Well, and, you know, obviously, uh, Jordan Grace just took the belt from Trinity not too long ago. What so. a passing of the torch, too. She I mean, gets the belt, Jordan and then she, the gives face, her, for she gives her that moment to where it's like, hey, welcome back. Get back to business. Yep. She's got a lot. That's what like, I'm here for. I really think Naomi has got a lot to prove. She made that statement. She walked out of the WWE. Yep. She came back. She needs to put her foot down and put her ass in gear and get into the into the main Absolutely. system. Like 100% they need Absolutely. to push her. Putting the Kabuki Warriors as a tag team champions is a great start for the women's division for what Naomi and Ooh. Sasha left for. Women's you know? division. We're talking women's division. The AEW's got Mariah, Mar- Mariah I was gonna say, May. Are we got... going to talk about Mariah May? I, I don't know what else to just talk about. I mean, she's smoking hot. She's great in the ring. That match with Lady Frost was incredible. Lady Frost, Lady a, Frost she's awesome. So well, she's every awesome. time we see her, I absolutely. And love then we her. also have Megan Bain coming back to AEW. Oh fold. my god, she's been in stardom for us past a little bit. Ooh, the women's division is about to take off. And I need Brett any, Baker back. I need any of the rumors are true, and Mercedes Monet is coming in too. It's going to be nuts. I mean, Diana Perrazzo and Tony oh. Storm. Oh yeah, it's oh. it's. 
2024. Incredible. 2024 is going to be the is going to be one of the best years of professional. Oh wrestling. yeah, it's the year of the women. It's the year of Danny Garcia. No more McMahon's. And no more McMahon's. It's a year to celebrate. It is. It is a year to celebrate. All right, friends, I think that's going to do it for this episode. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us across all social media platforms at CAW Wrestling Pod or just find us at coffeeandwrestling.com. Feel free to follow me on X. I'm at A Bacon Party. And you can find me on X at Gunk Dudley. And make sure you start your week right every Monday with a fresh episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast post at 4 a.m. So it's up before you are. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you in the next episode.